Okay, everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. Yes. My name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me, as always, is... Is Matthew Chris Elliott is a comedic god. Haas. Indeed. Indeed. So, um, today on the show... We are covering a show that may or may not have been a pilot for a television series. <laughs> um, we're uh, examining Chris Elliott's Action Family, which premiered on Cinemax in 1986. Um, it's uh, very interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Um, program. Um, it was directed by Gary Weiss, um, written by uh, Chris Elliott, Sandy Frank, as well as Matt Wilkline. Um, yes. They were all writers on Late Night with David Letterman at the time, including Chris. So, yeah. <clears throat> just uh yeah it uh it's a very interesting show it's a uh hybrid television show of a <clears throat> kind of like a 70s cop show mixed with a family sitcom <laughs> very meta very i don't know very interesting yeah. Featured a young Seth Green as Chris Elliott's son, Danny. Just, you know, a little bit of trivia there. Um, <laughs> so, as we examine this here, Matt, what happened in this episode? <laughs> Man, so 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 many things happen. It's, it's so hard to, to just pinpoint one thing, but it opens up with Chris wearing a wig, obviously wearing a wig. His, uh, you know, oh, after the credits roll, because by the way, the credits are kind of like, sort of like, almost like the Brady Bunch a little bit, but the song is a little bit like a different kind of show. I'm not, not like a yeah. Brady Bunch. There's a, you know, they got like the, you know, the sort of the windows, you know, the tiles or whatever type of thing. And then, uh, you know, all these weird action sequences going on, like a plane blowing up and the, you know, intro credits and stuff like that. And, um, he ends up going to his his detective office and he's talking to his his friend called No Brain, which is a African American jazz musician who's got like his upright bass and you know Chris gives him a quarter and tells him to go to college and then we find out though later on that apparently they quote grew up together even though no brain is like 40 years older than chris and stuff like that yeah and so there's just that's just one one taste of how weird this show gets where it's just like just almost too much in a sense but like they know when to pull back like just at the right moment where it just gets like a little too weird and um 
he, you know, no brain quote, you know, his nickname or whatever, comes in and asks him uh, if you could solve a case where all of these jazz musicians are getting murdered, and he thinks that you know the killer is just like specifically going after jazz musicians. And Chris, by the way, he he, he his character name is Chris as well as the actor Chris Elliott, and he's like. Well, it'll cost you eight hundred dollars a day plus expenses. It's like, it's like you don't have that kind of money or whatever. And so then he leaves, and all of a sudden you hear like you know gunfire, and then you know he goes out there and finds out that No Brain was was killed. And then like they do this really cool thing where it's like a bunch of echo, and he's like No Brain, and just have all this <laughs> ridiculous echo going on. And then uh, by the way, that part's on film, okay. And then, but when he goes home, it's on video. So it's like they change it, and then like, yeah. and there's all this like laugh tracks and like like this show is like I, I only watched it twice. If I watched it like a bunch more times, I might be able to analyze it a little better. But like, there's just so many creative things going on in the show. Like at some points, like if you have the TV turned up loud enough, you can hear it. Where like you'll actually hear like voices talking in the background like it's like members of the audience talking about the show as the show was going on yeah like, they'll, like repeat the joke like no he said this or whatever i'm like that's just really like really creative like especially for 1986 i mean nowadays we've kind of gotten used to tv being weird or whatever but for 86 like just coming up with these really weird ideas like having audience members talking to each other in the episode about what's going on and like even sometimes they'll actually like they'll they'll pretend like they heard something they'll turn around to see like where did that voice come from i mean it's just really anyway that's all i got for now but uh, it's it was really interesting yeah the uh the basic uh quote unquote plot um he after he uh after no brain is killed he goes home you know and we have like typical family sitcom he takes off his wig and he has like on his uh on his coat rack like a little uh a a little um like head to put his wig on like a styrofoam head which you know whatever it's weird um he gets there and you know he's got his kids there um they're having dinner at one point and uh the the two youngest kids are at the table seth green is the son um, his wife, who is obviously a lot older than him, <laughs> which is interesting because she, the actress, playing playing it because like at the time Chris Elliott was only twenty six years old when he made this, and there's no way he has these three kids and this wife, <laughs> but you know, no n- no way he was growing up with no brain. Um, but um, anyways, his his wife and uh, kids. Are at the dinner table and the wife's talking about how uh, the oldest daughter is uh, kind of being rebellious or whatever, and she comes to the table and she's naked. <laughs> They've got like these little black bars covering her uh, naughty bits, <laughs> um, like you do, and um, <laughs> I don't know. It was it was it was, was kind of funny. Um, he he basically says, you know, you gotta, you know, put some clothes on, and I'll let you go out with this guy that she wants to go out with that she met at a prison dance. <laughs> um, when uh, d- 
Did you talk about, um, I, I'm trying to remember, about when No Brain was killed, he found a, uh, he found a, a feather earring. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, the guy walked, ran away, um, that was killing, the, the, the killer ran away, I should say. And uh, so, she puts on some clothes, um, the, uh, the boyfriend comes to, comes to pick her up. And he's like your typical like ex-con biker type guy, and he has an earring on just like the one that uh, Chris found on uh, on No Brain's body. Dun dun dun. <laughs> so we're assuming that uh, you know he's the killer. Um. So uh, yeah, then what happens? I'm trying to remember. Um, yeah, they do the music, you know, where it's like, you know, the audience is gasping, like, oh my god, you know, type of thing, and then, um, I think he goes back to work the next, no, he has, he has this weird dream where Abraham Lincoln is spanking him for some reason, um, just typical Chris Elliott type humor, you know, um, and then he wakes up, and then, you know, his wife's like, you know, what's wrong, or whatever, and he's like, I gotta go back to work, and he puts his wig on. And then he's kind of asking, like, uh, he's asking around, like, about the feather or whatever, and he's kind of talking to one of his uh, detective buddies who, you know, work, like, at an actual police station to, you know, do a trail on this Zach guy or whatever. Don't know his last name, just know that his name is Zach. <clears throat> Not Zach Morris, by the way, um, even though Zach Morris is trash. Um, Indeed. So, there. Um and then he's he's just and then, by the way so they do this really cool music segments where it's like almost like a man on the street type of style like like this episode's really jarring when you watch it because it's like like they 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 jump back from like like three different styles like and it's so like they're playing like this kind of like funk bass kind of music or whatever as he's like asking all these people about the feather you know if they've seen that guy or whatever and then he ends up going to this hot dog stand, and um, he asked the guy, you know, to make him a hot dog with, with just ketchup. And then the guy, like he's he's like a little bit older, you know, older gentleman. He's like like fumbling around and getting all nervous and stuff like that. And then you know, it takes him like like a minute just to put the hot dog on the bun, but he ends up putting mustard on it instead. And Chris Elliott's like, oh, everything's fine. You know, it's great, you know, great looking hot dog, except this one problem. It, it's mustard on it. I don't want no stinking mustard. And he crumples up the hot dog and punches him. <laughs> and then it turns into, and like, then the other guy's like, oh, I think I can fix it for you. And then he punches him in the gut. And it just turns into, like, this brawl for, like, no reason whatsoever. Yeah, and, and the, uh, the, the, the hot dog guy is played by Bob Elliott, who is, uh, who is Chris Elliott's dad. Right. So. And then, uh, <laughs> So yeah, Bob he wins the fight and he just takes off with his hot dog cart and then Chris tries to shoot him with his gun as he's fleeing and um misses, thankfully, each time. And then uh what else happens, right? Uh oh he gets a white um as his wife calls the um his detective office and um talks to his um I don't know, secretary, I'm not sure what she would be yeah. exactly. Uh, I think it's it's like secretary. Uh, yeah. Yeah, reminding her to tell him that they have to have a meeting with um, what's his name, Daniel? Danny. Daniel's Danny. 
Yeah. And Danny's teacher because he's his grades haven't been good lately. And um he's got like one of those like phones in his car or whatever. And then uh you want to talk about the cameo cuz it's kind of funny. Oh yeah, he he he's he's stopped at a light and uh David Letterman pulls up next to him playing himself. <laughs> and they completely break the, you know, concept and they just talk about the whole uh <laughs> talk about the whole situation where you know what what's going on in the show and everything and it, it's it's just kind of kind of funny um sure so <clears throat> like letterman is basically just kind of you know ribbing them and saying stuff like you know it's just you in this uh <clears throat> in this in this project so you know like you're the star of it and all this other stuff you know and <clears throat> giving him a hard time like letterman does <clears throat> um yeah so it's it pretty funny cameo and then, then he mentions the fact he's like he's like something about you know other actors and he's like he's like didn't i see your dad over there you know <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like which one is he bob um what was it bob or bob or, or ray. Ray, bob or ray then he's like he's like he's like i think it's bob <laughs> <laughs> yeah because yeah. i'm not sure either <laughs> yeah yeah bob and ray were a comedy duo that that um that that uh Bob Elliott was part of. So yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. They they were like really oh, okay. they were like a really famous comedy duo, like a stand up comedy duo. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. A, the, the, the the Elliots have a have an have a nice history of uh of comedic you know, um it it's interesting that, you know, like um Chris Elliott and his daughter Abby Elliott are the only two father and daughter to both be cast members of Saturday Night Live. Oh wow! And uh, and then um, and and Bob Elliott also hosted Saturday Night Live once too, so they've all been on the show. <clears throat> wow! Yeah. Which one is Abby Elliott? Which is she like recent or? Is, uh, she um... she was on maybe within the last decade. Um, okay. She uh, it's really cute. Um, she she also was on um, the second to last season of um. Of how I met your mother, which Chris Elliott was also on. Um, yeah, um, she played uh, she played Ted's like psycho girlfriend, like his last girlfriend that he had before he met the mother. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> okay, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, and plus, too, David Letterman in his cameo, he he goes, "Oh, they'll, they'll put anything on cable," and then he just drives off. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Which was true at the time. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Cinemax. Cinemax was kind of known for, well, it was known for like softcore porn. I mean, I only noticed from rumors because I was like five, you know, when Cinemax was popular. But no, you know, you were watching it when you were five. Well, I was right? not watching softcore porn. You know, thankfully, <laughs> I was not introduced to that stuff way at a way too young age, <laughs> which would then just completely warp my view on sex. No, thankfully, that did not happen. But uh, <clears throat> which you know. For most people these, these days, it's kind of weird. Anyway, um, uh, there's like a whole article about. Anyway, I don't want to get into that, but it's it's kind of messed up that like people are younger and younger and younger, like getting exposed to like porn. It's just like it's really yeah. not healthy for the growing brain. But anyway, that's a whole different subject. But but yeah, it's not good. Anyway, um, so how about them local sports teams and the games that they play? Yeah. Oh wait, never mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, 
What, what, what was I saying that <laughs> I got sidetracked? Oh, yeah, so it was just about Cable. Do you want to take a break really quick, and then we'll come back and, yeah, sure. uh, and talk about the rest of the episode? We'll be, uh, yeah. we'll be right back, folks. What is Gen X? What is the silent generation? What do generations have in common? Hi, I'm Trish the Dish from the Gen X Voice Podcast, and I invite you to listen to conversations I have with folks from different generations, backgrounds, beliefs, and experiences in an attempt to see what connects rather than divides us. Even though Gen X has been called slackers, Karens, or not mentioned at all in some cases, we are the bridge generation, so I feel compelled to do my part to destroy ageism by bringing all these voices together. And, as a bonus, each guest gets to answer some 80s questions at the end of each show. So download and listen to Gen X Voice today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And let's see how much we have in common after all. Hi, this is Catherine, host of a new fashion podcast, The Real Fashion School Dropout. Join me as I interview guest every week in the fashion and beauty space and we gossip on all things fashion and beauty and even get into some personal stories of their journey in the industry you can find us on apple spotify pretty much wherever you get your podcast hope to see you there Uh, snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, sorry. Anyways, um, so... <laughs> I like that. That was a good rhyme right there. Yeah, it was Eminem. Anyways, um, so, uh... <laughs> I just tried to charge my phone with my laptop. It didn't work. Oh, well, it was just a... It was, I was, it was fun. Fun try. Good times. Anyways, um, so what else happens here in this, uh, episode here, Matt? <clears throat> well, I'm gonna clear my throat because Mike was just mean to me right now. So I'm mad at him. He said, would you like to come back to reality, Matt? And then that, that offended me. Sorry. Cancel culture. I'm canceling sorry. Mike. So uh, t- tune in next week when it's just me hosting the show. <laughs> all, to, all to Mike because I, I apparently... <clears throat> I'll host it with myself. There'll be two of me. It'll be I'll all do, two Mikes. <laughs> I'll do all to Matt and then we'll just like post both of our shows on the web on the page and just start flooding <laughs> competitive podcast and then we'll eventually have like a, a reunion two weeks later where we're like you know what we're actually better together let's just do this again and it turned out the whole thing was just a marketing ploy to get people interested in like a fake feud and then that we got more listeners that way so congratulations for preemptively falling for our trick that we won't actually but now we just gave it all away so we probably shouldn't yeah. do it yeah god damn it um <coughs> so um, but i was hoping to start, start my own show called uh all to mike and ike and it was gonna be hey. me it was gonna be me and david ike the conspiracy yeah. theorist yeah it's just gonna be me and him and uh <coughs> and we were just gonna talk about candy yeah well there you go mike and ike candy um he'll, he'll, no we're gonna talk about every other candy besides mike and ike's <laughs> oh okay well there you go it make, makes even more <laughs> sense because you know with david ike it's not the obvious it's, it's always what's hidden you know so um you know mike and ike is too, too obvious speaking of candy um so the other day at work 
I'm just going to share this here. Um, I was at my lunch table, and uh, one of my coworkers, she says, Sweet Jesus. And then I said, I just pictured a, a candy bar shaped like Jesus. <laughs> and then she says, You can't eat Jesus. And I said, What about communion? Ah, <laughs> uh, good exactly. times. Good times. Good exactly. times. Exactly. Well, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> I, study, I mean, I'm not Catholic, but I studied that so much, just the concept of... I mean, it's East. It's Easter's tomorrow. So yes. when we're recording this mm-hmm. tomorrow, um, <clears throat> so I, I studied that whole concept, and it's just, just really fascinating when you think about it because it's like <clears throat> you're literally putting, like, not putting as in like the food. I mean, you're putting. Um, I guess it could turn into pudding. I don't know. Anyway, um, that's off. The, that's off topic. But um, <clears throat> you're literally putting Christ into your body so like literally like you like you're like almost like a bit of Christ like you're like like a piece of Christ like so you're not you're not full Christ you're like maybe like one one thousandth Christ or something like that you do it every week so so you literally are walking around you know town wherever you're at with like and you know there's millions of people doing this too right so it's like literally Christ is just like all over the world at once, like like you know, it's a very interesting concept. Um, so you know what I'm gonna do? What I'm starting a company. It's gonna be called Sweet Jesus Pudding, <laughs> and um, <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's gonna be uh, like chocolate pudding. God, yeah, literally God. And God um, pudding, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, That's terrible. So if I believed in hell, I'm going there. Anyway, so I, I, I apologize to all like the Eastern Orthodox and Catholic uh, yes. listeners here. So I, I, know, I'm, not, I'm not saying it. To no, there's time. nothing I, bad about that. I'm just saying. Anyway, yeah. so um, back to uh, you, were, you were brought up Catholic, so you know. Yeah, back to back to Chris Elliott um, right. <laughs> in action family. Right in action. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure if Chris Elliott's Catholic or his character. Anyway, um, yeah. He, uh, he he shows up to the meeting or whatever the school uh, meeting. Yeah, they have and, a school uh, meeting because Danny's doing bad in school. Yeah, he's like can't can't understand his homework or whatever. And so he gets there and his teacher is uh, named Mrs. Diaz, and he's like, "You can call me Chris," and she's like, "You can call me Mrs. Diaz." And it's like, "Oh, okay." And then uh, she's like, "You know, Danny's you know a very bright you no." Know, so like the mom is like, you know, like. I don't understand. Danny's a, a a very bright child. I don't know why he can't understand. And like Chris is like, let me handle this. Just says the exact same thing as his wife. So it's kind of like a play on the whole like yeah. sexism thing. Like mm-hmm. you know, like oh, a woman can't. Which is interesting too. Nineteen eighty six. So like almost got like a little bit of woke in here. Like, yeah. Way before that was even a thing. So that's very interesting right there. And um. Exactly. And, and, oh, what's that? I said exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then um, so um, she's like, "Well, this is a Spanish-speaking school, and I, I have no doubt that he's bright, but you you need to take him to an English-speaking school." And they're like, "Oh, wait a minute, what?" And then he—I t- forgot. Like Chris tells some really corny joke, and all of a sudden, the applause just gets completely out of control. And Mrs. Diaz is like looking over like where the window is, like, and they all get up, like, take a bow to like the studio audience who's apparently watching this whole thing unfold, and like someone throws like a thing of flowers at um, then they just return back to the scene. I'm like, this is really interesting. So weird. 
Yeah. It makes our it makes our humor look normal. Anyways, um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the uh. Yeah, and what what ends up happening is we find out that it's a Spanish speaking school, and that's why he's doing so bad because he doesn't speak Spanish. <laughs> yep. And yep. they they find out that they got in the wrong bus. That's how he ended up at the school. Because they wouldn't notice that the wrong kids at the school and say something to the family before then. Right, because yeah. Danny, yeah, Danny never would want to say. By the way, they all speak Spanish all the time. Nope. Um, nope. It's it's very funny. Um, this uh. So so then what happens next? I'm trying to remember. Um, let's <clears throat> see. Um, oh, his detective buddy from the police station calls him up and says that he's been putting on a trail on that Zach guy and that somehow he knows that both him and his daughter are at the house so I guess he just had a guy like following him the whole time or something. I don't know and then yeah. that, so they rush to the house and Zach and Melissa are making out while the younger da- youngest daughter is just watching them with the lights turned off and the stairs <laughs> um, she's just standing there the whole time so I know I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then, uh, well, there was also like a, a running gag um, throughout the thing a couple times. It's like, it's like, where's Grandpa? And then you hear a toilet flush. Oh yeah, that's right. When they're at dinner, the first, yeah, yeah, exactly. You never see him in the no. show. And then, um, and then, um, yeah, they get inside and they turn on the lights. And they're like, oh, what's going on? You got a lot of explaining to do, Missy. Blah blah blah. And, you know, at first they think, you know, she's like, what? Why'd you do this? You know, whatever. She's been thinking that because she shaved her head, and got got like a tattoo on her eye and her head now. And she's like, you know, you guys don't pay attention to me anymore, or whatever, and stuff like that. It's like then, you didn't even notice I shaved my head, right? And then like, <laughs> they're like, we gotta do something about your boyfriend or whatever. And he's like, that's a nice earring you got there. And he's like, oh yeah, that kind of looks like the one that you've got. And like the audience is like, wait, what? And it's like, wait, what are you saying, Zach? Like, yeah. She gave me that earring, and then she she lost the other one the other day, and it's and then like all of a sudden this old lady, who's like sitting on the couch, is like it's obvious that Melissa is the killer, and then like, like the whole family's like looking around, like like who said that type of thing, you know, like yeah, and um, it turns out that you know Melissa was the killer, and then it's just like done for like comedic effect too like oh well, I only wasted those people just to get your attention and stuff like that they're like oh and it's like, like why, why did you choose jazz musicians and she's like I just chose random people right it's <laughs> like oh well funny how that how funny how some things work out and work themselves out and all this kind of stuff and then like well, what do we do about Zach and she's like well he's an ex-con you know, instead of the younger daughter's like, hey, dad, let's kill him. It's like, whoa. <laughs> like, that's really dark to have, like, a six-year-old say. <laughs> and they shoot him, and he goes flying through the front window. Yeah. He just shoots the guy, the guy like a police, and he's like, "It's I'm sorry, but, like, I gotta look after my family or something. No, this is for no brain, and shoots them. Yeah. And then... Well, what happens after that? They do something else, right? Like a like a music video. Oh yeah, they they have at the end they sing they sing along to a Partridge Family song, <laughs> and they have like a music a mu- just a music video where the family's dressed up like the Partridge Family singing along with the song from God. you know and and yeah it was so so weird and then that's basically how it ends. <laughs> yeah, it's just a weird. Was that the only episode? Was it like just a one off? Yeah, it was like... a one off. That was the only okay. episode they ever made. Wow. <laughs> um. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess it was like basically con- kind of considered a uh, a comedy special, a Cinemax comedy special at the time for Chris yeah. Elliott. So yeah, I I don't know. It, it was just kind of weird. Um, do you want to take a break and then we can come back and talk about some like trivia and some uh, reviews about this uh, show? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, okay, we'll be right back. Need a new podcast to listen to? Well, why not check out the Super Podcast from the Super Network at supermarcy.com where we discuss films and pop culture and we do monthly fan-voted commentaries. We are available on all major podcasting platforms. Boom, we're back. Boom. Boom. My name's Mike. This is Matt. Yep. So, okay, anyways, we're, we're back here to talk more about Chris Elliott's action family. Um, so, there are... There's not much trivia that's out there about this. I mean, this was made as a special for Cinemax. That's basically all we really know. Um, we do know that it's influenced people like Dan Harmon when he created Community. And um, basically, it was way ahead of its time. I would say that you know it was like basically this would be normal today. Um, <laughs> maybe not quite normal, but pretty close. <laughs> um, so, um, you want me to read the reviews that they got on the Internet Movie Database? Yeah. Okay. So there's a nine out of ten review here by uh, Cortez Jagger. And this was written on December. 10th of 2005 the headline is very very funny if you like Chris Elliott Hmm. Um, my roommate and I rented this video this on video about 10 years ago at an indie video store in Minneapolis Minnesota I thought this was a great early nugget showcasing Chris Elliott's annoying but uh, but hilarious persona Um, if it uh Surfaces on DVD or cable TV, this is worth a spin just for uh, David Letterman's blistering cameo where he ball busts Chris at a stoplight. There is uh, also a delicious lampooning of both British TV. Um, It's shot on film for outdoor scenes and video for live before a studio audience with a laugh track allowing Elliot to jump between the two mediums and makes uh, fun of the Partridge family. Um... The family is also a band. Um, plus, there's a dream sequence where uh, President Abe Lincoln spanks a crying Chris Elliott. Lincoln also shows up again in um, his FDR one-man show. Um, <laughs> worth uh, ferreting this one if you are a fan of his brand of humor. <laughs> okay, and then there's a 2 out of 10 star. This was written on May 22nd of 2017 by Martin Haffer. Um, I liked Chris Elliott's Get a Life, but Action Family was terrible. Before assuming I hate Chris Elliott, understand that I did enjoy his surreal and often dopey series Get a Life, which I highly recommend. It's probably one of the greatest sitcoms ever on TV, by the way. Um, Which came out two years after this failed TV pilot. I think it's uh, mostly because although Chris behaved strangely in both shows, Get a Life was usually clever and funny as for action family it has few clever elements um but makes little of them because it just didn't 
find it I just didn't find it funny or professional looking and I can only assume the folks who rejected the show felt pretty much the same the show is almost like two separate shows on one hand Chris plays a private eye and on the other he's a dopey dad with the goofy family complete with one of the most god awful laugh tracks I've ever heard because of this it makes the show come off like it thinks it's really funny and clever but it just isn't the plot if you care is about a serial killer as well as Chris and the wife trying to make their awful children happy the bottom line is that some of the weird surreal ideas did later make their way to get a life so perhaps it's good Elliot got to try and fail and learn from it overall horribly unfunny and stupid Mm, okay completely missed the point of it but whatever yeah um, I mean, like, the whole laugh track thing, it was supposed to be bad. That was the whole Yeah, point. That, that's what um, they, they don't understand is the thing is it was a it was a surreal comedy that was totally meant to be that way. I mean, it's... Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Would you, would you recommend anybody watch this, Matt? Oh, definitely. I mean, I watched it on YouTube, and the quality wasn't that good, but if you could find a better, uh, you know, quality of it... Um, you know, I mean, it was still good even with the crappy YouTube quality, but uh, yeah, yeah, if you find it on VHS or, or like a burned copy from like a friend or something like that. Um, you know, well, I'm not, I'm not advocating you know illegal, um, you know, whatever. I mean, but, I, I highly doubt there are any uh, like um, high quality versions of this out there anywhere. Even even if you buy the the VHS, which you can buy for about forty bucks on Amazon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> probably is still just you know it's VHS quality so <clears throat> right yeah so was this ever actually aired or was was this like yeah on... it, it aired on it aired on Cinemax okay yeah yeah it it aired I not sure when but it did air so okay <laughs> I mean sometime in ni- in 1986 <laughs> yeah okay that's cool yeah you're probably right it's probably like a you I mean I doubt someone bought it to save to then sell later you know type yeah of thing. Uh, like i'm gonna invest in all of these um action family tapes so i can sell them for a profit 30 years later and who knows i mean even back then in the even in the 80s i mean they did save a lot of uh stuff at television shows but i mean i mean at television stations and um i mean networks and whatnot but yeah i doubt there's even a master copy of this anywhere you know they probably you know this right. wasn't this wasn't something they saved. It's not like you know, this was the you know, this wasn't like Happy Days or something where you saved the quality masters of the show or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, uh, yeah no, I understand. Uh, yeah, but you know, I, I would love it if they would um, revisit this. You know, at some. I mean, even now would be a great time if like. I mean, obviously, probably hit the. The woman who played his wife is probably dead, but but um, I think she's yeah, still I think she's still alive, but I'm not oh, sure. Okay. So yeah, um, but she's probably probably like in her 80s or something. I'm assuming so. Yeah, um, I love the fact that Chris Elliott, like, so that, that he was 26 years old when I came out, like mm-hmm. you said, and he looked like he was like in his like 40s at the time. But Chris Elliott is one of these people that. Like he aged up really fast, but then he pretty much looks almost the same. Like you know I mean, like yeah, I he, mean, he's sixty years old now. Wow! And he still looks about the same as he did when he was twenty six. 
Exactly. So it's like yeah. he, he had the disadvantage of looking too old for his age, but then he's got the advantage of just almost staying that way, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, with Shits, uh, by the way, for Shits Creek, he's he's a genius in that show. I mean, yeah. he's he's like my favorite character in that whole show. Like, he's just... I really gotta like, watch that show. I've only seen a few episodes, but... Oh, but it's, yeah. it's, it's... I mean, he gets... He gets better and better, like with like, because he's very um, his character is very literal minded. Like mm-hmm. he's um, like a lot of jokes, like like he doesn't really get subtlety at all. Like yeah, people hinting maybe he should leave, and he just like doesn't get the hint and stuff like that. But he's also like so conscious about like everything being like equal. And, you know, like you know the the dad's like asking if he can borrow his truck. He's like, yeah, sure. Why, why don't you just you know just just fill up the gas tank and you know maybe fill the the windshield the windshield like you know fluid and all this kind of stuff and you know make sure that you got the mirror exactly the way it was. And if you don't mind, you know try to try to park the car back so I don't have to back out because I, I always always gotta creak but you know crick my neck and you know, all this kind of yeah. stuff like. <laughs> It just, uh, yeah, he, he's like... Yeah, Chris uh, Elliott is a comic genius. I mean, he's... Yeah. he's He was way ahead of his time, and he still is, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. Interesting. Um, yeah, but I, I, I do highly recommend some you watch this on YouTube if you can if you get a chance if you're listening to this. If you made it this far, we kind of spoiled everything, but it's still worth watching. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd recommend watching it before you listen to us, but hey, you already yeah. listened to us if you're this far in the episode. You can still watch it, though. Yeah. Anyways, um, anything else before we uh, wrap things up here, Matt? Uh, no, I think I'm good. Okay, so uh, make sure you uh, check out our website. I've updated it now. It's um, all2real2.com. You can uh, find everything on there, everywhere that you can listen to us. Um, there's also uh, links to our uh, Patreon and our uh, and and other ways that you can give us money. Yeah, and help support the show. Um, yeah, because that'd be good, you know. Because it, it helped would be... he- help to help to you know uh, keep us going, keep the lights on. Yeah, you know, help a, a, a small, you know, well, small bit. I don't know what you would call it, but like you know, just content yeah. create. There we go. We're content create. We've been doing this for what three years at this point. Where we've been doing consistent. Yeah. Um, you know, we love doing this. But we probably have over a hundred episodes at this point, if very, you know, through our various series or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, we really love doing it, but we also like a little bit of a little bit of change, a little bit of you know, quarters or well, not not change anymore because we don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Change, change comes from within, my friend. Change, boy, yeah, true. Oh, and just like um, just like uh, what's his name? What, uh, what's his name? Wally Goddammit. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, anyways, so so uh. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Everybody, um, make sure you uh, you know, check that out. Um just, you know, one good thing is is go go uh, give us a review on um on Apple Podcast. Um give us a five star review if you like the show. Give us a bad review if you hate us. I don't care. Yeah. Um just review us cuz I you know, tell us what we could do better. Um you know, if if you hate the sound of my voice, I can't change that, but um, you know, Maybe you want me to wear a sombrero while I'm doing this. I don't know, you know. Well, they wouldn't see it because it's an audio. Um, oh, podcast. that's that's right. <laughs> okay, in that case, I'm wearing one right now. No, 
Actually, I wouldn't do that. Would be. <laughs> yeah, it'd be cultural appropriation or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, be careful. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, how, how about how about how about I tell you what? You know, if you donate money, I'll wear a speedo while we do this. Okay. Well, that's not cultural appropriation. That's just no. That's just um, creepy. Just don't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, what should I wear then? You should wear. Let's see here. God, it's been like a year since I've been at your apartment. Um, shit, we haven't seen each other in, in over a year. I know. It's weird. Holy fucking shit. Um, sorry, that was... Fuck you, COVID. Sorry. Fuck you, COVID. Okay, like, anyway. We talked yeah. a lot. We mm. talked a lot. Yeah. I haven't actually been to... Okay, your Batman shirt. You should wear that. Um, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what. Every time we record, I'll wear a Batman shirt. Okay. If you give us money, folks. Yeah. And you won't actually see him wearing the Batman shirt. You just have to take his word for it. That yes. He, that he it. <laughs> I mean, right now, I may or may not be wearing one. <laughs> I'm not. I'm wearing and a... Uh, what you'll need to do is... I'm, I'm wearing a shirt that says, Part Irish, All Awesome. But, um... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so what you need to do is... Uh, you need to take a video of yourself wearing different of your shirts and have to make sure the audio is turned on right and then people have to train their ears to like tell what shirt you're wearing just by how the fabric like yes whips around with the air so like, like oh i know that's batman's shirt i can i can tell by I mean, how his shirt l- listen to this skin on that one <laughs> guess what shirt i'm I wearing can't hear anything okay that's the shirt i'm wearing right there so, yeah right so you're gonna have to like really, really train your ears hard to, to figure this out. But it's worth it. Yes. And then you'll pay us, you'll pay us money for it. So. Yes. Yeah. Or if you know other things. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, uh, I've been Mike, and you've been and you've been Matt. <laughs> you've been Matt. Yep. So, um, you know, tune in again, folks. I'm a little loopy. Um. Hmm. You know, wear a mask, get vaccinated, wear a condom. Wear a condom. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> yep. You know, unless you're in a healthy relationship where you want to have children, you know, maybe don't wear a condom right. because if you wear a condom, there's probably a good chance you're not going to get your uh, wife pregnant. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Or your or your significant other. I mean, you don't <clears throat> have to be married, but you know, and you know. Okay. Don't get too woke, Mike. Don't get don't don't but, try to. But but all, also, if you if, if 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 you want you know children, you can adopt as well. Um, you know, if if you ever have any issues there, that's fine. You know, look into adoption. Yeah. Um. See, this is life advice with Mike. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And I have no children. Anyway, so um. <laughs> bye bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real Two podcast. A Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Hawes. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at cullenpark.com.